0: I'm your host, Kyle Nash. I'm hey, we're back. I, I did take a couple weeks off, you know, had to recharge the batteries, and we have a great show coming up. You know, if, if if you're not having a good day, you just will this into existence. I'm trying to keep a little try try to keep down the cussing a little bit, and we'll explain that a little bit as well. But I do want to talk I tell everyone real quick uh, the reason I did take take my break at that time. Uh, as we talked about on the uh, season finale, had some family issues. I want to let everyone know my mother's surgery went well. There was no complications during surgery. She is at home recovering. I want to thank everyone for their thoughts and prayers. And if everyone who knows me, who's even for a month or since I was birthed onto this earth, Uh, They they know that, you know, it's definitely been not a fun couple of years and just trying to get through everything. And just I want to really appreciate everyone for just keeping me sane. And uh, my mother will be having a doctor's appointment hopefully in the next couple of weeks. We'll get the clean bill of health and she can go back to complaining about work and other stuff. So I just want to thank everyone. For the thoughts for their prayers. It means a lot. Um, it means a lot to the family and everyone that's known my mother for god knows how long. So thank everyone. But we're we're gonna get into the NCAA tournament. Just like a new a new single, the tournament bracket has dropped. And I tell you what, it's a little controversial, it is a little, it is great, honestly. Uh, but there, there are some controversial bits teams did get le- left out that people think should have been brought in and vice versa. but we'll, we'll we'll go over all that. But let me start by introducing my panel. first and foremost, we have the league leader in uh, three throw attempts missed. In NBA 2K, let's bring in Brady Johnson.
1: What's up, everybody? That's not true, though.
0: It's more <laughs> like three-pointers. Well,
1: three-pointers, Oh
0: well, you know what? It's it, it's whatever I say it is. So just, okay, just yeah, I'll with. take
1: I'll take the free throws miss because I when I play basketball, I used to be right. a good shooter. So
0: all
1: right,
0: <laughs> this all right. My next guest, this person was so unwanted on the football transfer market. He had to pay people to get him on FIFA, Mason Gross.
2: Damn, you didn't have to violate me like that. That was, that was, that was a different one right there. <laughs> Damn. Oh, don't worry, the
0: hits just keep on coming. Up next, making his blind tag podcast debut. It only took a couple years. We don't know how, how this worked out. This is a person, the only person in history to ever lose a home run derby on Wii baseball, TJ O'Sullivan.
3: Now, I don't know. Wii sports is kind of my, my kind of my thing. I almost swore there. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I, I have been on the blind tag though. I, I hope you know that. Well, been- yeah, but never in this setting. It's been years ago, but it's 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 good to be back, and it's good to be remembered. Absolutely.
0: And then, well, once again, well, the uh, let's see. We have two more people. First one coming in. He is the reason the 24-7 championship got retired because no one wanted to see his ass wear it. Bennett Ferguson.
4: Damn, that's kind of
0: rough. Oh, that hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, let's see. uh He is the only person to be kicked out of five different tag teams because no one wanted to be his partner. He's just looking for a friend. It's Matt Weiner.
5: <laughs> it took you an extra second to come up with that one. <laughs> <tough>. I know. <laughs>
3: That's a I bold mean, strategy, know, pissing off your panel before we get started. That's nice. I like that. <laughs> Why didn't you
0: use the I, one for well, Mason? Do I mean, for... what? Why didn't you use the one for Mason for Bennett? The you roast. Know what? I'm. I, I tried to tailor them to everyone. Okay, I, I was trying to. I, it literally. i will be honest with you. It came off the top of my head. I didn't have it prepared or anything like that. So I'm not. I'm not that talented when it comes to. Uh, um, writing out jokes. I just kind of just let it let it sing. But thank everyone. But in all seriousness, I appreciate everyone joining. Everyone ready to talk some NCAA basketball? You know it. Let's go. All right, let's go. So we are going to do this. Uh, in order, in reverse order of the number one seeds. Number one seeds are from one to four: Alabama, Houston, Kansas, and Purdue. So, first off, let's talk about the East Regional. Uh, first two games will be in Columbus, Ohio. Purdue will take on the winner of Texas Southern and uh, Farley Dickerson, and Memphis versus Florida Atlantic, moving to Orlando. Duke versus Oral Roberts and Tennessee and Louisiana is the 413 matchup. Greensboro, North Carolina will see Kentucky versus Providence and Kansas State versus Montana State. And then finally in Columbus, Ohio, Michigan State versus USC and Marquette versus Vermont. That is the 215 matchup. So we're going to start with Mr. Brady. First question I want to ask the panel for this region. Of the teams seated one through seven, who do you see getting upset in the first round? Oh,
1: that's a good one. I actually kind of have two teams, but I'm going to go one big one here. I think Providence ends up taking out Kentucky. The reason why is they have a former Kentucky player that plays for Providence, Bryce Hopkins, who he's been a, a great player for them all year. And I think he just gets his payback for them giving up on him at Kentucky. So.
0: All right. So, so you're going Providence? Providence. So, 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 so you're going Kentucky. All right. Mason, what about you?
2: I got oral over Duke just because Ooh. I don't think that, I don't think that Duke is as strong as they were this season, like without the whole coach thing and everything like that. And then going into the tournament, this is the weakest I think they've looked. I, I understand they won the tournament and everything like that, but. I just don't see them having a good March Madness without who, they, yeah, who they normally have. I have a Duke quarter zip in there. I wear it every time I go golfing. So hard for me to say, but Brady took my 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 uh, upset, so I had to think of another one on the fly.
0: You 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 can agree. It's okay. You can agree for upsets.
2: Oh well, then I I agree. So
0: that's all good. All right. So you, so you think Kentucky has a better shot of getting upset than Duke?
2: Uh, yeah, just because I, I mean okay. like Duke is Duke, but if if I had to pick another one besides that, I would pick Oral Roberts because Oral Roberts is a, yeah good school.
0: Yeah, remember two years ago they made it all the way to the Sweet Sixteen as a 15 seed. Um, as uh, Matt and Bennett can definitely attest.
2: Yeah. Good. Um, but let's school history, yeah. good tournament history, got a good name, Oral Roberts. We're ready for it.
0: Well, we, we, we will um, agree to disagree on the name just for other reasons. But anyway, uh, let's let's go to TJ. TJ, uh, what team do you see getting upset? Well, I
3: have a feeling this is going to be a theme for the remainder of this episode. But uh, with Mason's alternative pick, I also had Oral Roberts over Duke. Um One thing that I do want to point out about this, though, because I agree uh, with Mason. I think that Duke uh, is hot as of late, but I think that going into this tournament, like I don't think that they're as strong as they've been in the past. The one thing I do want to say, though, in regards to Oral Roberts is they are 0-4 in quad one wins. So it is going to be a toss-up game, um, but I think that a 30-win Oral Roberts team has a really good shot to upset Duke and Caused some madness in the first game.
2: I just want to throw in there too. They have a 7 5 center, Oral Roberts, that I think will be a game breaker. Who,
1: who shoots 45% from the field or from
2: yeah, yeah. So I think he's going to have a chance to break the game.
0: Well here here's one thing I will say before we go to Bennett. Um this is the first time that they have not been a top four seed since two thousand seven and they famously lost to VCU in the first round. So we we will see what happens. But Bennett, who 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 are you looking at for upsets? You said top seven, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, top okay, seven. Okay. Because a minute, an eight eighty eight, nine yeah. is not an upset.
4: Okay, great. So uh, I have uh, USC beating Michigan State. I know it's kind of basic. We're going with all these big, you know, upsets, but I mean, a seven to ten seed—that's only, you know, that's a three gap right there. And 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 as good as Michigan State's been, I just think that USC—I mean, March Madness, one game, one game decides it all. So I think USC could go on a nice little run here if they beat Michigan State um, with who they have. So, yeah.
0: Okay. And Matt, what about you?
5: Uh, I'm taking a different pick uh, than the rest here in the East region. I think East is the toughest to pick. Uh, There's just so much variety of competition there, which is a good thing. But I'm not so sure about Kansas State. Uh, So I'm going to take them Mm. as the upset with Montana State over them. Uh, Reason being, I just haven't seen enough from Kansas State in terms of uh, quality basketball near the end of games. They seem to turn the ball over a lot. And that could be a big reason their downfall against Montana state has been a little bit more consistent with their turnover rate, but at the same time they provide a stellar defense. So it should be a low scoring affair, but I could see Montana state taking it.
0: Okay. All right. I, I could definitely see that. I don't have, um, I will go over my picks later on the episode. I want to focus on the panel. I won't take away from you guys, but I'm, I'm, Liking, I see, you know, we got two people saying Kentucky's gonna lose, TJ is going with Duke, Bennett's going to Michigan State, Matt's going to Kansas State. So a wide variety of potential blue bloods possibly being eliminated in the first round of the NC of the East region. But let's move on to our next question. Taking the f- top four seeds out of the equation, Brady will go back to you. What other team can possibly they don't. They don't. I'm not saying that you have them in the Sweet 16, but who could you see making a shock run to the Sweet 16?
1: I'm not gonna sleep on uh, the Big East champions, Marquette. Marquette had, they have a great shooting team. They lack a little bit of defense at times, and they but they're good at not turning the ball over that much either. But I, I just think that Marquette's kind of strong and. The way their side of the bracket, they can get to the Sweet 16. At the bottom, where there's a two seed, they can get there easier than all these other teams.
0: Okay. So you remove the top four seeds out of the equation, and that would be Purdue, Tennessee, Kansas State, and Marquette. Remove them out the equation. What team seeded five through 16 can make a and run to the Sweet 16? Five
1: through 16
0: out of any division or any conference out, out of out of out of the out of the east region out of the east region what okay. team seeded 5 yeah 5 through 13 5 through 16 hell if you think Two of 16, 16. Team, okay. you can make it
1: okay. uh i like Marquette too but i'm i'm going to say a different one cuz i said that one for this one so i'm going to say fau cuz they they got an unbelievable Team, I think they only have three losses on the year. I haven't really seen much of them play, yeah. but I, I know that they their leading score is incredible. They say he's going to be tough to deal with. They say he's six foot nine. He's a power forward that can shoot lights out. So I'm ready to see that matchup against Memphis because Memphis just beat Houston today. So I, I want to see this matchup. But I think that the Owls can cause havoc in this uh, tournament.
0: Okay, Mason, what what you got?
2: I got Kansas State being a, a big team that'll be able to make a big run. I think Keontae Johnson is um, a matchup nightmare for anybody. Who All right.
0: So let me let me let me rephrase this again. Yeah. For this question, I don't want to hear the t- in the top four seeds. Kansas State is the three seed. <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah. Because if because if a bracket is chalk, the Sweet Sixteen would be one versus four, three versus two.
2: Yeah. Oh, all right. My bad. Misheard the question. You're good. So then, who do I who do I have to choose from again?
0: Anyone outside of the top four.
2: I'll probably go Oral Roberts again then, because once they beat Duke, I think they just ride the momentum. They have a couple players that'll break the uh, the game, and then they ride that team, keep going. And I just think beating Duke is such a a big thing in a tournament like that, such a big name historically. And then you've seen things like uh Chicago, Chicago, and Loyola ride hype and catch fire in the tournament. So I think that'll be good for them.
0: Okay. I mean, they, they were definitely in the uh, uh, sweet 16, two years ago. So, okay. Uh, TJ, what you got?
3: I think, uh, I think Purdue can make a run. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) I figured, I figured everybody else is picking the high seeds. Might (laughs) as well, uh, might as well throw mine in there. Um, no, mine's a bit of a conspiracy theory actually. A lot needs to happen. A lot needs to happen. And it's a team that all of us are really familiar with. Uh, number 13, Louisiana. Uh, I might take, might take a lot of heat for this one, but think about, they, they've got their first test against Tennessee in the first round. Um, opponents shoot really poorly from behind the arc against Tennessee. They shoot 26.2%. But that's not what you have to worry about with the Raging Cajuns. It's Jordan Brown. He's an elite big man. He's one of the top bigs in the nation, uh, in my opinion, just looking at him. Um, and if they get past Tennessee, they would have another test in either Oral Roberts or Duke. Both teams in which, you know, just in this panel, we've been kind of tossed up about. Um, And if they manage to get past the first weekend, they go up against most likely number one seed Purdue, who is also relatively iffy in terms of the one seeds. So I don't know. I mean, I think that Louisiana could somehow miraculously find their way into an elite eight, but a lot has to happen. And I don't think it's going to. But I, I figured, go go big or go home.
0: Go big or go home. Showing love to the Sun Belt. Okay, we will see what happens. Bennett, are you all, are you? Do you have a conspiracy theory for us, or are you going to bring us back to reality? Um, I'm. Well,
4: I, it might be a conspiracy theory because of how much trash y'all been talking on them already throughout this uh throughout this like 10 minutes or something we've been recording uh but i've had kentucky making it to the sweet 16 uh oscar shibwe kind of like lights out shooting he gets a lot of blocks he's he's really good uh and he's 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 one of my favorite players to watch i know i know yeah uh-huh uh-huh I, i'm talking uh yeah so uh <laughs> so i got kentucky making it to the sweet 16 you know as a six seed i mean they could do a lot of damage to some people's brackets um but you know they're just such a good team, so Kentucky.
0: Okay, as a Duke fan, I'm required to hate that, but it's a it's 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 it's, it's okay. It's I mean, okay. I, You're
4: wrong. You're wrong for being a Duke fan. Uh, but it's okay. We understand.
0: Yeah. You know, well, let's just put it this way: North Carolina is currently preparing for the NIT, while we're preparing for the NCAA tournament. So, uh, anyway, Matt, your turn.
5: <laughs> I got you, Kyle. Now, my pick is not. Yeah any form of any homerism whatsoever it's because i've watched this team play the entire season and i've seen i've seen everything what this team has to offer everybody here sleeping on duke going to bed sleep on their back on duke i understand it's not the same team coach k and Coach N anymore but this team has grown and this team has grown in a huge way from a sloppy careless team into a team that's focused better defense and understands how to move the ball effectively. So when I look at the rest of these seeds, it's a good thing you made it st- let it start at five, to be honest with you, because if Duke wasn't at five, then obviously it would be this pick. Regardless, um, I like what they have to offer. And honestly, when they if they do have to match up with Purdue, yeah, they lost by 19 the regular season. But I see a much different Duke team now than I did in November, and that requires a lot of blocks, requires a lot of focus on defense, which I think they have. So if you think, so if you're asking me one team from the East that's going to go to Sweet 16, I'm taking my Blue Devils. All
0: right. Well, I mean, I, I will sit here and say this: um, they are on a nine-game winning streak. Yes, sweeping Carolina. I mean, they took a Virginia team that they they got embarrassed by earlier in the season. They held them to 17 points in the first half in the ACC Championship game. And as, as much as people talk about what happens in November, it is the team on a hot streak. Duke is one of the hottest teams in the country, one of the 10 hottest teams in this country right now. So good pick. Uh, I will save mine for towards the end. But we're going to move on <music> to the West region. This region is populated with the number one seed, Kansas. They will be playing their first two games in Des Moines, Iowa. They will take on Miac champion Howard, making their first appearance since 1992. Arkansas and Illinois will be the 8-9 matchup, potentially a Big Ten remover. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Arkansas was in the swag. Never mind. Uh, Albany, New York will host St. Mary's versus VCU and UConn versus Iona. Denver will host TCU versus a first four matchup between Arizona State and Nevada and Gonzaga versus WAC champions Grand Canyon and then Sacramento Northwestern out of the Big Ten will take on Boise State and UCLA will take on UNC Asheville. So same questions once again we will start with uh brady uh top 17 uh, top seven seed you see losing now uh, ha- having the best chance of getting upset in the first round
1: i'm sorry i had to fix my mic there didn't want to work uh nah. one of the one of these teams i can see that gets beat uh is yukon the number four seed. they play at the beginning of the year, you thought UConn would be like the team to be because they were a one seed for a little bit, and then they kind of fell off, and then they lost four straight games, and then they had to. Then they they finished okay at the end of the year, but Iona is hot right now with Rick Patino, so I'm going to give Iona the chance over UConn just because UConn plays weird
0: against these
1: weird teams. So,
0: and I will say this: Saint John's is looking for a new head coach. They could be sending some people to uh, watch the UConn-Iona game, and if Iona wins, Rick Pitino could be in the Big East next year. Who knows? I have a
2: good job. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. Well, Mason, what about you?
2: Uh, I'd say Boise State. Just off the it's uh, just inconsistency of their opponent, I think they're going to be able to capitalize on that, and I think – They have a solid basketball program, and then they're hot going into the tournament going in right now. So I give them a good chance.
0: Okay, so you think Northwestern will be out in round one? Yeah. Okay. TJ, what about you?
3: I was so close to picking um, Grand Canyon until I saw that they drew uh, Gonzaga. That's that's tough. I've been keeping tabs on them. Um, But the team that I'm picking uh, to lose is uh, St. Mary's um, is going to get upset by VCU. Uh, I think that St. Mary's is a really good team, but VCU shoots really well from behind the arc. Uh, They're a physical team. They're scrappy. And a little bit of a spoiler, I think that they're the team to make a run to, but I'll save that for later.
0: Okay. What about you,
4: Bennett? If I'm being completely and totally honest, TJ, you kind of – No,
0: no, no, I want you to lie.
4: Custom – oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, I I totally think Howard's going to beat Kansas. Uh, No, Uh, if I'm being completely honest, um, yeah, you you stole my pick. I have VCU beating St. Mary's. I've never trusted St. Mary's. I mean, yeah, it's a great pick. I mean, I've never trusted St. Mary's. Uh, and I believe this is what, like, the third time VCU's made the March Madness tournament or something like that, like, within the past couple of years. So, um, they've got a lot going for them. Uh, so, I completely agree with, uh, with uh, TJ, excuse me. Uh, yeah, VCU.
3: The other thing that I want to kind of throw out there is that there are three out of the four, five against 12 matchups that I think we could see an upset on. Like it's one of the best years for that uh, particular. I know that that's the seed that you usually see an upset in, but this is a really strong year for the 12 seed.
0: I I agree with that, and it's I I could see at least two of them uh, upsetting, but I'll 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 talk about that later. But we do need to ask Matt. Matt, are you on Team St. Mary's, or are you siding with uh, Mason or Brady?
5: Oh, no, we're expanding the uh, Team St. Mary's uh, hate train going on here. i got VCU as well um, with TJ and Bennett here. Uh, There's not much I can add other than what I've seen from St. Mary's this year is that, yes, they're a strong team in certain aspects, but one thing that does concern me is their inconsistency when it comes to shooting the basketball, and I think that will be their downfall because VCU has that proven ability to do so, especially in these high matchup games. And I'm also going to agree with TJ here about the 512s. Um, this year of NCAA basketball has been so crazy as a whole, so it's possible that we could see so many of these upsets come in, especially from the
0: 512. Absolutely. Now, here is a interesting um, stat. Uh, St. Mary's has only advanced to uh, since the tournament expanded in 1985. They've only advanced to the Sweet 16 once, and that was in 2010. So, everyone is definitely right about okay. They may possibly sneak a win, but yeah, they're not going to make the Sweet 16. So, but let's let's t- turn back around to Brady. And Brady, do you understand this question now? Are, are Everyone good now? <laughs> okay, I got you. So. I got you. All right. Who do you see making a shock run out of the West?
1: Honestly, who I see making a shock run out of the West, don't sleep on this Arkansas team either. Because this Arkansas team matched up good with Kansas earlier in the year. I mean, you know, they – I don't. did they play Kansas? Yeah, they did play Kansas, I think. Hold on. Yep. And they matched up pretty well. I think they still match up pretty well with the big down low uh, – can't think of his name the center that they have for them he's really good i just think that they match up well against kansas and i think that they could beat kansas if that is the matchup going into the next round i think that they could beat kansas
0: yeah kansas is one of those teams they either lose in the second round or make it to the final four there really doesn't seem to be a in between with kansas historically but uh mason what, what are you looking at
2: Uh, I'm looking at TCU. I think just how the schedule and the bracket kind of played out. It works in their favor. And then they have a solid basketball team. So once they kind of get past uh, Arizona State or Nevada, they play either Gonzaga and their Grand Canyon. And then both of those Gonzaga is known to choke and um, Grand Canyon. I just don't think that they're going to be a solid basketball program to make it far in the tournament. And then after that, they'll either play Northwestern, Boise State, UCLA, or UNC Asheville. And I am confident of them beating them, like any of those teams. So I have them making a run past that. So that's a surprise run to me.
0: Okay. All right. TJ, are, are we uh, riding the uh, VCU bandwagon to the Sweet 16? I think you already spoiled it.
3: Yeah, I already spoiled it. I am going with VCU to the Sweet 16. I think it ends there. Um, but you look at uh, who they've got up against them. Um, Brady, I, I have to disagree. I don't think that Iona's going to beat UConn, but I don't think that UConn gets out of the first weekend. I think that if it's VCU-UConn, I think is the more equipped team for that matchup, and then they will end up uh, – Losing in the sweet 16. But I think that that is the run in out of the, uh, out of the West. There's not a whole lot of, um, of matchups in the West that I think are, um, you know, noteworthy other than that one. Um, You know, I, that's just, uh, that's just me.
0: Okay. Uh, Bennett. I'm going to keep it a buck
4: with you. I straight up, don't think a single seed besides the uh, other than one through four is making it to the sweet 16. But, uh, in terms of parity, I, I could honestly see UCLA getting upset by Northwestern. I mean, they're hot right now, uh, going into this, um, you know, they're going to have a lot on them as the number two seed and then going up against somebody like Northwestern, it could be really easy for them to just get down early and then just never come back from it. So, um, in reality, I don't think that's going to happen. But for excitement, I think Northwestern could potentially make uh, the Sweet 16 uh, against UCLA if they just knock them off.
0: Okay. And this is uh, Northwestern's second-ever NCAA tournament appearance. They were famously the last team from a Power 7 conference to make the NCAA tournament. And uh, Chris Collins, former Duke player, uh, has has been doing well. Has been really establishing himself. I, I could see Northwestern. Um, actually, I will say I have Northwestern uh, advancing to. I actually have them. No, I don't. Yes, I do. I actually I have Northwestern advancing to the uh, Sweet Sixteen, but that's not my pick. Matt, who you got?
5: Oh, that's a that's a little spicy too. You just leaving it leaving that off for for later there, Kyle. Uh absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I'm still on the VCU hype train with TJ uh, going to the Sweet 16. Uh, we see it down the same stratosphere, pretty much. I think that's all they're going to reach. Uh, I like the team that they got going on right there uh, now. When it comes to Kansas, it's a whole different story, but I'm going to just keep it with VCU. I'm just going to keep on rolling, at least to the Sweet 16.
0: Okay. All right. So that's so we have two VCU, a TCU, Arkansas, and Northwestern. So a nice balance of teams that could potentially rip, make everyone rip up their brackets, possibly. But. We will move on to the Midwest region. Let me pull up the bracket here real quick. All right, Midwest, the number one seed is Houston. The Cougars 31-3, and coming off a loss to Memphis in the American Championship. We'll take on Northern Kentucky in Birmingham, Alabama. The 8-9 matchup being Iowa and Auburn. So a nine seed in Auburn basically has a home game. That might be uh, something to look at. In Albany, New York, Miami will take on Drake, winners of the Missouri Valley Conference, and Indiana will take on Kent State, who upset Toledo in the MAC tournament final. Greensboro, North Carolina will not be hosting an ACC team. I'm curious how that's going to affect their attendance. Iowa State, as the sixth seed, will take on the, well, I may be wrong, Mississippi State and Pitt is a first-four matchup. Pitt could be going back to Greensboro. They will take on the winner of Xavier versus Kennesaw State, making their NCAA tournament debut. And in Des Moines, Iowa, Texas A&M will be taking on Penn State, and Texas will be taking on Matt's favorite team, Colgate. If if, if you remember from two years ago, Matt, you know. You nine know. Out <laughs> of ten,
5: nine out of ten dentists. agree with Colgate.
0: <laughs> well, we we will see if 9 out of 10 dentists agree with our uh picks as well. Brady, let's go back to you. Top 7 seed you see losing in the first round. Uh
1: I say Texas AM. after this win or after this loss Penn State just lost in the Big 12 tournament, but they lost, they almost They got passed.
0: destroyed. Oh, Penn State No, 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 no. I'm sorry, not Penn State. I'm I'm sorry, Texas A&M got destroyed. But, yeah, Penn State almost had it.
1: Yeah, I know. I I don't believe in – I think Texas A&M gets beat, like I'm saying. Okay. I say Texas A&M gets beat, but the way Penn State played Purdue today in the Big 12 – yeah, no, the Big 10, my fault. The Big 10 tourney was absolutely amazing. I thought they was about to come back there. They could have drew up a play on the inbound a little bit and made it a little bit better. But I thought Penn State played absolutely well, and I think Penn State can beat Texas A&M as well.
0: Okay. Mason, who are you looking at?
2: I'm, I'm actually going to have to agree with uh, Brady just because of the sole fact that I'm a Penn Stater my whole life, was born and raised Penn State fan. We are Penn State. I think that this is the best chance of a basketball team that Penn State's had in, I think, their whole entire history. And if not now, why not ever, in my opinion? Penn State's been riding hot. They they um, just almost had a shocker of a comeback against Purdue in the Big Ten tournament. So they're hotter than ever, in my opinion. Their big men are playing really good basketball. Their guards are playing fluent. And that's all you really need is guard play in the in the uh, tournament. So I think Penn State's going to shock a lot of people.
0: And the crazy thing is they were the ten seed in the conference tournament. They should not have they they should have been out on Friday, but yet they made it to like the Big Ten tournament had some up like Ohio State as the 13th seed, almost made almost busted a lot of brackets and basically taking one of the first four teams out. So uh the Big Ten's been very interesting. But TJ, are we uh Uh, continuing with the Texas A&M hatred or are we moving on to someone else?
3: Well, first of all, I'd like to say to Matt, um, I must be the 10th dentist uh, because Colgate, uh, thanks for coming. Uh, See you later. Um, I have to save my explanation for next next question. I'm going to tell you that it's Xavier, but it's not who you think. I don't want to steal any thunder. That's all I got. Yeah, we're waiting till the
0: next question. Okay. It's worth it, it, I promise. Okay, all right. Well, all right. We, we'll we be the judge. We'll be the judge.
4: Well, I've got to tell you, um, I'm going to go ahead and give you my explanation now, uh, you know, because fuck it, why not? Oh, sorry, we're not supposed to cuss. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I've gotta agree with um, with Brady and Mason. I, I'm gonna I'm going with Penn State. Uh, the rest of these teams, I think if uh, I think the higher the the lower seed is gonna win. Um, and, and but but Penn State's the outlier here. I just don't believe in Texas A and M. Right? That's the team. All right? Yeah. I just don't believe in them. Yeah. I've never believed in them in any sport ever, uh, and uh, that will continue for probably the rest of my life.
0: Oh, okay. Nice explanation. Matt, are we uh, making it a um, quartet of Texas A&M haters?
5: It is not a quartet, sadly. Uh, but I have my own little hate train going. Uh, I've got Miami uh, getting busted up by Drake. Another five twelve seed matchup here. Uh, one thing that I love about this Drake team is their defense. That seems to be a common theme for me so far in this podcast, but uh, this team has held opponents to only 63.9 points per game. For the most part, that's huge come tournament time. If you can shut down the most elite of offenses, uh then you're going to make a deep run in the tournament. Uh Another thing I think Miami has working against them, even though they're very, very strong in the backcourt, it's their size. Uh, there's They don't have a ton of size compared to these teams. It's not to say that Drake is abnormally uh, larger than Miami. It's more just to say that they have that in their favor. So I'm going to go ahead with Drake. I think they shouldn't have been a 12 seed. I think it should have been probably a 9 or a 10 seed. Uh, they're going to show some people why.
0: Well, absolutely. Uh, I mean, Drake is a very experienced team. Uh, their starting five has an average age of over 23 the youngest player, 20-year-old Tucker DeVries, a dangerous shooter, he's 39% from three-pointers, was the Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Year, and they also um, have a 3-to-1 assist-to-turnover ratio. That is very good, and when you're going up against a power team in in Miami, you're going to need that assist-to-turnover ratio to be good. So uh, I, I definitely can see Miami losing um all i will say about my region before we go any further is it's an interesting region this will be the region that i will either be pointing to people go see i predicted it or well that that was a thing so i, I have i have uh, quite quite a couple upsets but once again i'll go over that later but we need to go to, um, yeah, of course, of course. I want, I want, the, I want to shine on you guys. I'll, 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 I'll get my stuff in at the end. But let's go to the final region. And DJ has his hair raised. Um, as a- Do what?
3: Uh, i have my uh i have my hand oh. raised uh virtually oh, and so- physically
0: um
3: one sorry thing about- sorry i,
0: I kind of had i i kind of had like the screen so i was looking up so i didn't see the hand yes tj you're
3: good the one thing that i did want to contribute to this question since i didn't i think that the miami matchup uh against drake uh, i agree with every point that you made but i think everything comes down to the status of nor omir um if they get him back I think that that puts a lot of problems in Drake's on Drake's plate um, because he's – I mean, we're all familiar with him. He's a former Sunbelt guy. Uh, but he is a really, really good back-to-the-basket scorer. And if they have him, that will account for some of that size that uh, Drake has on Miami. So we'll see what happens in the injury
0: report. Okay, wait, hold on. Did I – Oh, never mind. I, well, I don't know why I'm going to the South because we forgot to ask the second question. My bad. I'm, I'm trying to rush, rush things, rush things along. That is on me. So, you know, when you take a couple of weeks off, you get a little rusty. So that happens. But Brady, let's go back to you. What, and this is going to be, a, I think this is going to be the best question from the regions. What team do you see making a shock run from five to 16 in the sweet 16 out of This region. Like I said, I
1: wouldn't sleep on Penn State. But my other upset that I had besides Penn State was the Kent State Golden Flashes. I think that they match up well against Indiana. They are a decent shooting team, but they do play a good defense. So I would like to see how they match up against Indiana. And if they do end up playing Drake or Miami, I like the uh, Drake. I like the Drake and Miami matchup, depending on their their player. So Miami's player, just depending. So,
0: so, so let me ask this question: um, Who between Drake and Kent State, who do you think has a better shot of making a shock run to the Sweet Sixteen?
2: Drake. I have Drake. I just think that they shoot lights out. Great. Okay, Mason. I got Penn State. I think Penn State's gonna honestly. They have the best chance to be the upset to win it all, in my opinion. If I was a betting man, are you a betting man? I, I, if I was a betting man, I'm not a betting man anymore. <laughs> That's a cop out <laughs> anymore. I, I promise you, my bank out. account. My bank account um, refuses to let me be a betting man right now. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, all right. But if you were, you would go Penn State.
2: Yes, right? I would I, if, if you were looking to cash out big. I did go crazy last semester, Bennett. I did go crazy last semester. What Bennett. happened? Bro, Blackjack went really bad, man.
4: Oh, uh, I told you not to bet on like high <laughs> school bat baseball. Terrible, you can't bet online, on that.
2: Online tables and then um on baseball because I don't know baseball. So I would just like throw five oh. like, Boston Red Sox and it was just not a good not a good way to bet.
0: Well, ahead, speaking of on, knowing back baseball... On, yeah, back
2: on track. Back on track to Penn yes. State. I think that Penn State honest... Back to like... I could literally just say the same thing that I said for the same like the answer before. They have a very strong team. They're hot right now. They have strong bigs that is essential when getting the extra rebounds and stuff like that in the late game situation. And I think that they match up well against any other team. They all, They're all athletes on the court. It's not like there's like a they're, they're all ath- it's like an athletic basketball team it's not like a college basketball team if you understand what I'm saying
0: I do yeah well speaking of baseball Tj what you got
3: all right so like I said I wasn't going to say anything until this question uh, I have to get my tin foil hat back on um <laughs> <laughs> I said Xavier was gonna be. The one through seven to get upset, I told you, it wasn't who you thought. The team that Xavier is going up against is, if I could find it, is uh, Kennesaw State. No, I I see them uh, beating Kennesaw State. But the big run that I have is first four Pittsburgh getting to at least the Sweet Sixteen. I've got, you know, they, they went 4-4 four and four in quadrant one play. They lost to Duke uh, in the ACC championship, um, and that ended their season. Uh, but if they win um, against Mississippi State in the first four, they're going to go up against number six Iowa State, which I think is a winnable matchup. Um, and then they'll probably have Texas in the Sweet 16 I think it's most likely going to end there. But if Texas isn't there, I could see them going to the Elite Eight. I mean, this is this is a better team than they're giving credit for. The duo of uh, Jamarius uh-huh. Burton and Blake Hinson, uh contributing for uh, thirty points a game between the two of them. I I really like the Pit team. I got a chance to see them live this year. I this is this is one that I believe a little bit more in Louisiana. I think that they'll at least uh just create a stir i, I don't know if it's going to be as um as as good as i think but um i i think that pitt is the team of the tournament to create
0: some chaos okay all right so once once again we get uh tin foil hats out to make sure that uh god knows what's going to happen but Not not to gaslight any possible conspiracy theories, but ever since the first four has been introduced, there has always been at least one of those number 11 or number 12 of the at-large ones in the first four to either make a Sweet 16 or come very close to making a Sweet 16. So, that's not crazy. It it can happen. The likelihood is, is there. But let's move on. Bennett. Are, are we uh, looking at another uh, possible say, I don't know, a Kent State, a Drake, a Kennesaw State?
4: Well, as I said, like in my first thing, I think the only major upset we're going to see is Penn State over Texas A and M in terms of in terms of those lower seeded teams beating those those bigger seeded teams, at least in the round of sixty four. But going going further than that, I have Miami hit the sweet sweet sixteen. I know it's not you know completely out of the question they're a fifth seed and it's right on the that bubble of what we're talking about but yeah miami making it to the sweet 16 they they they'd have a pretty easy matchup i mean they have drake which i mean they're not a pushover team but they'd have drake and then right after that they'd probably play like indiana and they're 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 five and a four so um they're pretty equal in terms of in terms of strength and then going then they make it to the sweet 16 so it's a pretty easy easy way for them to make it there now get it up against Houston, who knows about that or whoever they'd face in that sweet 16. But uh to get there, it's not that hard. So.
0: Okay. And uh what about you, Matt?
5: Let me spice this up here. <laughs> uh
0: Uh-oh. keep
5: it keep it nice and simple uh here. I got Texas A&M going in sweet 16. I know. I know a lot of Penn State love up in here. I get it. I don't know. When I look at the matchup here, I look at Texas A&M. I see their defense. I see their rebounding. I see their hustle. I don't. I'm not sure Penn State can compete with that. Thanks, Bennett. Um, I'm not sure Penn State can compete with that. Uh, regardless of that, this is a team, Texas A&M, that beat Alabama, the number one overall seed in this tournament. So it's not to say that they're completely lost, but it should be mentioned that they know how to beat tough competition. So in that saying is that if they do get past Penn State, it's not impossible to think they'd get past Texas in the process, as much as I want Colgate to get there. Um, <clears throat> it's not impossible to say that they could get past Texas. Uh, I look – as long as they can get to the line, I'm going to assume that they're going to get a lot of foul, fouls called for them uh, because that's kind of what's been like the season-long pattern so far. But I do have faith in this Texas AM and mm-hmm. squad. I'm not sure – how much longer they make it past that sweet 16 but i feel like they have a very good chance of doing so
0: okay well like i said i will say this about my bracket um the sweet 16 is a little spicy is 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 definitely a little spicy but we will Move on to the south. Let's, let's get this last region in. Before we talk about the women's bracket real quickly, but the number one overall seed is Alabama. They will be hosting their games in Birmingham. They will play either Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, or Southeastern Missouri State. They will face the 8-9 winner, Maryland or West Virginia. Moving on down to Orlando. Uh, San Diego State will be taking on College of Charleston, winners from the Colonial, and Virginia will be taking on Furman. Furman won the Southern Conference, making their first NCAA tournament since 1980. Yes, even before I was born. In Denver, Creighton will be taking on NC State, and Baylor will be taking on Big West champion UC Santa Barbara, and then finally in Town, gets to see Missouri versus Utah State or Arizona versus Princeton. So Brady. One one through seven seed. Who you got? One through seven seed. Yeah, that that's going to lose. Oh, and by the way, I'm not I don't have all 16 seeds winning, okay? Bennett
1: okay i can see a potential uh san diego state lose but that's not gonna be my bad. that was i can see that happening because college of charleston's a great shooting team but i'm gonna go with uh uc santa barbara i just think that you know it's march madness it's up with upsets baylor baylor kind of plays weird at times but then they can play like really good and baylor is at the point where, like, they was playing good at the beginning of the season and then they kind of fell off in the middle and then they started playing good and they fell off. So I think that UC Santa Barbara will give them a test.
0: Okay. What about you, Mason?
2: I'm happy that uh, Brady didn't go with the San Diego State up- upset because I'm going college at Charleston. I think that – um They're actually a sneaky good team going into this tournament, not being talked about just because of the college being College of Charleston. They played the number one um, at the time, UNC, in a close game the majority of the time. They kept it really close. They beat Kent State, who is a tournament team and reigning ACC champion, Virginia. High tempo. They have a high tempo offense that doesn't rely on one guy. The team, like everyone on the team, contributes. And in a tournament, that's in like tournament play, that's very important. And they have a very good rebounding team that's very smart defensively, and it's a very high-paced hustle team. So I think they can out-hustle those teams.
0: See, this is also a Charleston team that won the Charleston Classic with victories over Davidson, Colorado State, and Virginia Tech. So, I mean, they are only, they're only three losses to North Carolina and then twice in conference play uh, against Hofstra getting them out of the top 25 and then drexel so they had back-to-back losses but they've been just dominant ever since what about you tj
3: well i'm sticking with college of charleston um like i said before the the five versus 12 seed is really good uh this year and all yeah exactly there you go mason uh I think that they are deceptively good as well. I mean, you look at their quad wins, and they've only gone up against one quad, one opponent. But they do shoot really well. They out-rebound by a pretty wide margin on average. Um, But, you know, I don't want to take away from everything that that Mason has already said about him. The one thing I do want to say, and this is not a conspiracy, this is not a claim, But keep your eye on it's only happened once in tournament history, but keep your eye on Alabama because of everything that's going on in that program. And the fact that essentially this entire tournament, because of the um, the issues going on with that, uh, (laughs) that's that's tough. Um, But with everything going on on that campus, that is a really uh, tough situation where they're going to end up being the away team at any game they play uh i don't think that the nation is on alabama's side right now so it's going to be a tough environment just keep an eye on them um i don't know if they're going to lose round one but we could see an early exit in the first weekend for alabama yeah that shooter's comment really threw me off Bennett. i'm not gonna lie that was
2: that was terrible
4: you're welcome hey that's terrible
2: Hey, wait, hold on, real quick. I just wanna I just wanna say I got merch from every team. Kentucky, Alabama, we got Iowa right here. It was can, so you pick, can, can you pick one do you College, have, Charleston, do you have Colgate, Hang on, on. Hang on. legitimate Everybody. question. Legitimate question.
4: Do you have Colgate toothpaste in your bathroom? Wait, what? Do you have Colgate toothpaste in your bathroom?
2: I, as a matter of fact, I do. I <laughs> I'm going to have my friend go grab my toothpaste right now. Oh, my God. It was an
4: exaggeration. Every inanimate object on
3: Mason's desk (laughs) has to do with March
0: Madness. (laughs) All right. So so basically, before we get to – who are we at? Oh, yeah, Bennett. Uh, I will just say this. Uh, If any team of the 68 college basketball uh, teams in the tournament uh, is looking for someone to join their bandwagon, please contact Mason – he has all the merch. He is all ready to put something, even if it's Colgate. He will somehow put Colgate on a shirt. He'll just brush his teeth in the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, mean, I don't get go about a lot, so.
5: At least really nine works. out of ten dentists will agree with that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh,
0: admit that, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bennett. Let's get back on track. All right, yeah, we'll get we'll try to. Um which, which which is the weirdest thing I've ever said on this show. What get back on track? No, getting Bennett to get us back on track.
4: Okay, yeah, no. Um okay, so uh yeah, my upset, uh I have the Furman Paladins beating Virginia, and here's why. Uh, first things first, my mom went to, went to Furman. She's a graduate. Uh, my grandma went to Furman. She's a graduate. Xavier Woods went to Furman. He's a graduate. Uh, my grandfather also went to Furman and my uncle also went to Furman. So I have quite the legacy, uh, with the, with the paladins. Uh, also at one point they were also called the purple people eaters and the, uh, purple hurricanes. Um, so yeah, Furman they're shooting lights out. They have a really great offense. Um, Two of their players uh, are are averaging 34 points a game uh, together, together, not not separately. Um, They just really struggle defensively. Um, So they've got a lot to work on there. But going up against somebody like Virginia, um, this is their time to shine. First time since 1980. And uh, they could really go in there, make some noise early on. and being from such a small school up there, they could come right in uh, right after that and and make the March Madness next year, too. I just don't think, you know, longevity is going to be their friend, but
0: uh, a hot start would really help. OK. Matt, do you have anybody that went to Furman? Uh,
5: Yeah, my my buddy Evan is actually at Not your buddy, Evan. Yes, my buddy, Evan. He actually got to hold the uh, Southern Conference Championship trophy after the game after the title game.
4: Oh, that's awesome!
5: So he sent a picture of that. I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And uh, uh, one of their players right now went to my high school, and I did like I did photos for him and I filmed for him. So, uh, which is interesting because you know I was gonna pick Furman as my upset too uh, here, which is weird because at the beginning of the year, if you asked me that if, if I thought Virginia would have a chance to be upset, I just would not agree with you, but. As of late, uh, the team and now I can't. You can't take all your points from the ACC championship game last night. You can't base it all off of one game. But they showed a lot of weakness there, uh, and it's up and it's up mm-hmm. to Furman here at this 13 seed to decide uh, if they're going to attack that. Now, Virginia has among the best defense in this tournament, but Furman also has among the best offense. They're scoring. They're averaging 82 points a game. Now, usually when you put Great offense against great defense. The defense comes out on top. But this game, I'm not so sure. Uh, Virginia, they had they had the defense. They didn't have the offense, uh, at least last night. And if that if that's a trend that's going to continue in this tournament, that's a deep trail for them. And Furman has a lot to prove after coming so close last year, losing on a buzzer beater in their conference uh, tournament mm-hmm. championship. So they're going to be playing a little extra fire. I'm not 100% confident in this upset, but I do feel like – it's a pretty good. It has a better chance of happening compared to the other matchups here in the South.
0: Okay, and uh, one interesting stat about Furman, they do—they are a very three-point heavy team. They have connected on 46% of their uh, three throw uh, three-point attempts, and they're 82.1 points per game, hovering around the top ten in the nation, but. They do allow 71.2 points per game, and, you know, Virginia will grind you to a halt. If if you can't score, it's it's game over, so uh, we, we will see what happens with that, but let's go back over to Brady. Who do you see making a shock Final Four run? No, no, I'm sorry, no, a shock Sweet 16 run.
1: I wouldn't sleep on Creighton here. I think Creighton physically has good shooters and can shoot lights out as well. But don't sleep on Creighton. Their defense as of late has been good. They usually don't have good defense when they usually play in tournament in the past. But this defense, if they come to play, they could be a dangerous team in the Sweet 16 and go to the Sweet 16 and maybe even fall.
2: Okay.
0: All right, Mason.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go ahead and repeat my answer again, like I did with Penn State. I, I got Charleston. I think that they're honestly matching the intensity. I think they can match Virginia's intensity and effort on defense. And you think, and I think that they'll play so fast that it'll be impossible for Virginia to keep up. So I expect them to beat both San Diego State and Virginia.
0: OK. And Bennett, for the rest of this episode, Every one of your answers must not include the letter E. You got it. You got it. (laughs) Bro, I don't know. All right. So, apparently, while Bennett is having an existential crisis over there, TJ, who do you think is going to make a shock uh, Sweet 16 run?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, once again, uh, I I think Charleston uh, either – I, I actually, I, I liked the Furman pick. Um, I think that I could, I could see uh it being a, a College of Charleston versus Furman in the round of 32 and seeing either one of those making the old run. School,
0: An old school that? Southern Conference matchup, actually.
3: Yeah. Because, and uh, think, College
0: of Charleston used to be the Southern Conference.
3: Yeah, and I think that that could be Uh, a very serious possibility in the second round where either one of those becomes the, uh, the shocking sweet 16 run out of this bracket. Um, But other than that, I really don't see like, I I don't see Arizona losing on, on their little uh, section of this, the Sacramento section of this bracket. I don't see, um, I I don't see Baylor uh, losing until the sweet 16. So, I really think it's going to be uh, Furman or or College of Charleston.
0: So, so who would you say out of making a shock run, College of Charleston or Furman? Back to
3: me. Is it it back to me?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's back to you. Because you said two teams, so I want to – I want to dissect it. Do you think uh, who who would you put more faith in to make a shock run, College of Charleston or Furman?
3: Oh, Charleston for sure. I mean, for for all the reasons that have been said already, they're quick, I think they're deceptively good, and, you know, College of Charleston doesn't have an extremely impressive record when it comes to quad wins. Um, but you know, when you look, I think they were 1 and 6. Uh, or no, excuse me, 0 and 1 in um in in quad one wins. Um, but Furman, on the other hand, I lost them. Hold on, they, they're they also 0 and 1. They've got two quad four losses, though. Um, so I think that I am going to give the edge to College of Charleston.
0: All right, Bennett, did you uh figure out your E issue or?
4: Yeah, I did. Uh, my EQ was actually stuck. That's what I'm going with. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, old computer, you know, only got it like two, two, three years ago, you know, uh, but yeah, old computer, all that stuff. Uh, definitely stuck. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So as much as I would love to say, oh, yeah, College of Charleston, Furman's going to run. I just, you know, I don't see it. Uh, I just I can't put I can't put my uh, my eggs in that basket. But what I am going to say is I think that uh, Missouri Missouri could have uh, quite the run in, in, in March Madness this year. Um, they're going up uh, to get to the sweet 16. They would have to go up against, you know, like Arizona. Um, and that could be a challenge, but uh, two second seeds are, are, uh seven and eight in the past couple of tournaments against uh, seven seeds. So um, they've lost more than they've won. And uh, I think that, that, Arizona's lack of depth could could propel um, Missouri <clears> to <throat> that Sweet Sixteen. So, going to Missouri.
0: Okay. And Matt. Yeah,
5: I really like uh, the College of Charleston team. <clears throat> uh, San Diego State. Uh, before I saw it was really like, okay, yeah, you know, this is a pretty decent team. You know, I think they can make the Sweet Sixteen. Then I saw College of Charleston, like. Yeah, that's tough for them. Uh, I mean, pretty much all the reasons have been said already. Uh, I mean, these guys are tough. They they grind you out, kind of like Virginia. Um, they're right there with you every step of the way. Um, in terms of getting to the Sweet 16, I do think it's possible there, because even if Furman does somehow beat uh, Virginia, uh, College of Charleston is a much different beast. And, again, it was such a tough game, too. Uh, just last year – uh, a lot to play for for Furman in that buzzer beater. Uh, regardless of the fact there, I do like College Charleston. I will give an honorary mention to Maryland. Uh, like TJ said, Alabama's not exactly the most liked team in the nation right now. I'll give a shout-out to Maryland there, Um because if I had to pick a second team to go to the Sweet 16, between Seeds 5 and 16, I'd go Maryland. But I'm with College Charleston.
0: Okay. So... I I will say this is my least upset heavy region. So um would you over my answers real quick before we go to- or
5: I want to hear you, Carl. I want to hear.
0: Him. All right, cool. All right. So first and foremost, let me get the thing to work there we go all right so let's move back up to the i think we started with the east all right uh team possible getting upset i have to agree with Ben. um i think mission state um I don't know. I, I don't trust them. They they, they kind of had a down year, so and USC they could have made the um, um, Pac-12 finals, but I don't trust either of those teams past that. Well, I can actually. I I disagree with that. You know, I can see USC beating Marquette, and like, do I think it will happen? No. But based on the matchups, if I I had to put faith in any any team outside of the top four to make the uh, Sweet 16, I would say USC. In the West, um, I'm with basically everybody else minus Brady and Mason. Uh, I'm on team uh, VCU. I think, I think St. Mary's is going to lose. I don't trust St. Mary's in the uh, uh, tournament at all. And I, I see VCU making it to the Sweet 16, so I agree with TJ and Matt on that point. Uh, Midwest, Matt, me and you, once again, we're on the same wavelength. I think Miami is going down. But I agree with Brady that Drake is going to be the uh, team to make the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Um, I have three double-digit teams making the second round out of that region, and no, Bennett, none of them are the 16 seed. Okay, just just go ahead and let you know that I'm not that I'm not that crazy. And sorry, I'm not picking Colgate either. Uh, but move on to the South. Uh, one, I'm on the College of Charleston bandwagon for uh, upsetting San Diego State in the first round. But I, I don't see any team, any double-digit team going to the uh, Sweet 16. I got Creighton. I got Creighton as my uh, uh, top team to make a shock run agreeing with Brady. So that's my picks. And Comments?
5: Uh I, I just don't think you have enough faith in the the brand that nine out of ten dentists totally recommend and it's not just a fabricated number.
4: Matt Matt, did you did you pick Colgate to win?
5: No, no, no. I just think there's okay. I think there's so more we, faith should, we should all just have faith in Colgate. You know? I
4: have Chris, okay? I'm Chris.
5: Oh. Chris. No one
4: buys the Kirkland brand of
5: <laughs> Yeah, you would know what Kirkland brand is, wouldn't you?
4: Yes, because Costco has like <laughs> 50 packs of them. It's good value
0: oh lord jesus all right so um here's here's what we're going to do before we get into our renal final um the women's bracket uh tournament has been announced so this what we're going to do rapid fire real quickly i'm going to give you the top two teams of each region and they're doing something weird this year you know normally how they have four uh regional semi-final sites this year they only have two greenville and uh seattle will each be hosting two regional semi-finals and two regional finals uh, maybe they're trying to cut costs i don't know we'll see how it works but Number one overall seed in Greenville 1 is South Carolina. Uh, Greenville, South Carolina, not North Carolina. There is no way Greenville, North Carolina is ever going to host any regional, okay? Uh, The number two seed in that regional is Maryland. Next up in the uh, Greenville 2 regional, number one seed Indiana, number two seed Utah. Interesting. Interesting. In the uh, Seattle three regional, Virginia Tech is a one seed. Shocker. And UConn is the number two seed in that regional. And then in Seattle four, Stanford is the one seed. Iowa is the two seed. And just so we can give love to the Sun Belt, James Madison is a 14 seed. They're playing Ohio State in the first round. All right. And um, TJ, Sacred Heart did make the tournament. They'll be playing in a first four matchup uh, against Southern. The winner will be taking on Stanford to get demolished. So, be on the lookout uh, for them. Swear,
3: two lose. I swear. No, I swear. Nice Sierra Pryor leads the nation in steals. She's quick. She reminds me of a young Derrick Rose.
0: Sacred heart is my tinfoil pick. Okay. So we got your tinfoil pick. Uh, this is just going to be quick, easy. Um, you I'm going to say this. Number one seed who is most likely to not make the final four. Once again, South Carolina, Indiana, Virginia Tech, and Stanford are the one seeds. Brady, which one do you think would not make the final four?
1: I'm gonna go uh, Virginia Tech. I just don't think they're strong enough for South or South Carolina, at, or Stanford, or Virginia, or no, or Indiana. Yep, I don't think they're strong
0: enough to get to UConn. If the tournament was chalk, they would face eight seed Southern California and then four seed Tennessee just to get to the regional finals. That's if the if if everyone wins chalk. Uh, Mason, what about you? Can you uh repeat the question again? My bad. All right, of the number four of the, of the four number one seeds, yeah, South Carolina, uh, Indiana, Virginia Tech, Stanford, which one do you think has the worst shot of making the final four?
2: I'd probably go Virginia Tech. Just because okay. I don't, TJ? I don't, really oh, sorry. No, I was going to elaborate just because I know very little about college girls basketball. I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you. And the names that you named Virginia Tech's the only one that I don't like know as a female powerhouse or that I've heard of. So. All right. Those are the only reasons.
0: That's, that's why we're only doing a quick segment about it. Yeah. TJ. I'm going with Indiana. Okay. Any elaboration or just Indiana?
3: No, I mean, like, I, I didn't get a whole lot of time to see uh, women's basketball this year. I did get to see Virginia Tech for a half. Um, they're scrappy. I like them. Um, and they are the easy pick. But, I mean, South Carolina – and um and Stanford are really good this year. so I am gonna pick the odd one out.
0: Go Hoosiers. okay
3: And there's he's got another uh, he's got another sweatshirt.
0: what go Hoosiers. All right, this segment is apparently um sponsored by uh Plato's closet. so anyway, Alright, here's a challenge. Uh,
3: Wait, Mason. Mason, here's a challenge for you. Go get a uh, uh, an App State
2: piece of apparel. Go. I don't have it. If it is,
3: it's burned in my ashtray. You say that like it's ridiculous, like you haven't just pulled out most of the
2: Power 5. Nope. Never <laughs> have an App State piece of clothing. No offense to App State. Oh, okay. yeah. Golden, golden black.
0: Oh, good. All right, Bennett. Okay. Well, What's first your, off, uh, gold and black,
4: gold and black, is a great color combination. I see no issues with it. Um Now, I will say, Chase Bryce uh, doesn't look good
2: with their car either.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Hang on. How many? How many? How many Super Bowls do you have in your lifetime? Oh yeah, that's right. Zero. Ooh. Wait. 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 Oh. What, what what's that? What's that?
2: Just overpaid what, what's that? Oh, I hear I hear
4: Ezekiel Elliott's knees breaking. But what what's Just that? Overpaid for a retired quarterback. I, okay, but but like hey, that hey, Dak Prescott back quarter. on track. Oh, back on track, back on track. Sorry about that. We're gonna go with we're gonna back go with some true frauds. We're gonna go for some true frauds. Uh Virginia Tech, um, not even the best team in Virginia, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go Virginia Tech's gonna lose in that first round. Frauds, uh every other team. I mean if they don't make the final four uh then their program is like like over
0: so Okay Matt
5: Yeah I'm I'm just going to keep the uh, popular pick of uh Virginia Tech going here uh Indiana, Stanford, uh USC all have very good prior experience in the NCAA tournament mainstays, uh, like you said Kyle earlier, the lack of parity uh, shows in the women's tournament especially. So if I had to pick one, I'm going to go with Virginia Tech because I see the other 3-1 seeds going pretty far.
3: And the one thing... the, the one,
5: Sorry, I didn't mean
3: to cut you off, but the one thing that I will say in Virginia Tech's favor, since I'm the odd one out on this panel, is that UConn's in their bracket. So that is something to consider. Uh, Virginia Tech's going to have a tough time.
0: I agree. Uh, one interesting thing about UConn, real quickly before I, I get mine, and I, actually I'm going to go ahead and say it. I, I think Indiana uh, by hair over Virginia Tech, I think both of them don't make it. But if I had to put my faith in one of them making it, I mean, I'm just going to go Indiana because everyone else has gone on Virginia. But the last time that UConn has failed to advance to the Final Four was in 2007. They lost to number three LSU in the Elite Eight. They have made 35 straight tournaments. They have, the last time they failed to advance to the Sweet 16, 1993, they lost in the first round to number 11, Louisville. So, but the UConn era has passed us. We're now in the USC era. I'm going with Indiana. So, uh, Brady, who who's going to win? Is Well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to phrase this question. I'm going to phrase it this way is this the tournament is this USC's tournament to lose and if so who uh, who wins the tournament
1: I I go kind of both ways I think it is their tournament to lose because they are you know the overall number one seed and they are the powerhouse they won it last year as well so they they got a chip on their shoulder they got to go go through all these teams and get back there to win another one so I think that's got to take that into a factor mm-hmm. but if you look at these teams, um, Stanford's really good. So you can, they have to. If they see Stanford in the final four, or they see UConn in the finals, or Stanford in the final, you never know.
0: They, uh, South Carolina would matchup with Stanford in the final four. Okay, okay, but you never know with
1: with that. So I just think South. Well, I, I my winner South Carolina, but don't sleep on them, and uh, you can't take them for granted
0: because
2: you don't
0: know what's going to happen.
2: Okay. Mason? I'm sorry. I'm going to be annoying again. I was giving my friend money to get me a cookout milkshake because they're leaving, and I did not hear the question. I just heard Brady's response. Oh. So, all right. If
0: Is South Carolina going to win the tournament? And if not, who does?
2: Um, oh, I was going to say from the very start that I – I just am confident that South Carolina is going to win it like they do most of the time or they're favored to most of the time. So I always pick South Carolina women's basketball for everything. So that's just going to be my answer.
0: Okay.
2: DJ?
3: It is 100% South Carolina's tournament to lose. They've got all the pressure on them. But they're not making a final Four. I've got the Notre Dame fighting Irish because I'm obligated to say so
0: <laughs> okay. and blue baby honestly hey gotta respect that gotta respect that um I'm trying to see where Duke is uh, they are I don't Well, uh, excuse me. Um, I do. And I know Matt does as well. So, and one of the 25 t-shirts that Mason has agrees with you. So Bennett South Carolina or who else?
4: No, this is a hundred percent South Carolina. I mean, like, they're just too good. Like, and, and being from South Carolina, I take pride in the fact that at least one of the three big schools uh, being Coastal, South Carolina and Clemson, at least one of the three big schools is being represented uh, in in March Madness. And so I'm, I'm excited for them. And they're just like they're they're never not going to be good. Like uh, they just got a pipeline coming in. So, yeah, it's theirs to lose. I think they're going to win it. But I could see I could see the national championship being a pretty good game.
5: All
0: right. Matt?
5: Yeah, I'll keep it rolling with South Carolina. I They just – every time I watch them play, it's I just barely see any weakness, to be honest with you. Uh, they just roll through everybody with supreme confidence in that matter too. Uh, only team I would think would give them yeah. a hard challenge is probably Stanford. But even then, as good of a team they are, um, South Carolina just overpowers everybody they play. So I, I'll, I'll take them again, back-to-back champs here.
0: I mean, I want to say Stanford, I want to say UConn, I want to say, uh, I mean, those would probably be like the only possible choices, so I'm going to to say South Carolina. So, that means either all of us are going to be right except one, or none of us are going to be right because I don't think Notre Dame is going to make the final four, but you're a hater. You're a hater. It, no, no, no. it is not the fact that I am a hater. It is the fact that unlike the men's tournament, the women's tournament has very, very little parity. So Notre Dame as a three seed means they can don't, don't make the sweet 16. They may make, they may upset uh, Maryland to make the elite eight, but, I don't know, very rarely do teams outside the top three seeds make the – or top two seeds make the Final Four. TJ, I can see it happening. Don't worry, I can see it happening. Yeah,
3: exactly. Well, I'm going to direct your attention to 2019 when they beat UConn. So – and that ended the UConn run. So you are welcome, the rest of you. Notre Dame's going to win it all. Now I'm more confident because I've got so much hate on this panel towards my fighting Irish, especially you, Kyle. I don't appreciate it.
0: Well, as a wise man once said, I don't care. <laughs> All right. So, now we're going to get back to the men's tournament and this is kind of we're kind of be like rapid fire here as well. Um this is where I want your um, regional final picks. And we we're going to start once again in the East region. I want you to tell me who wins and who they defeat. Brady, start with you. In the East region, we said? In the, in the East region. So this would be the
1: final four, right?
0: No. This is the uh, Elite Eight.
1: Alita, okay. Uh, So I have Purdue and I have Purdue and Providence in the Alita, and I have Purdue winning.
0: Ooh, okay. Mason? Oh, no, hold on. No, before Mason, uh, did you want to expand on that a little bit, or uh, briefly on why you got Purdue winning?
1: Actually, actually,
0: I was looking at
1: the wrong side of the. I actually have uh, Marquette and uh, Purdue in the Elite Eight,
0: and, and you got uh, Purdue beating Marquette. Mm-hmm. Okay. I
1: just think I just think Purdue is uh, too much for Marquette, but Marquette could end up upsetting Purdue just because the way they played Penn State earlier today and Zach Eadie struggled against Penn State so I think that Marquette has a chance but I'm going to go Purdue just because it's Purdue So
2: I'm going to have okay. to honestly agree uh, with that? Brady honestly just to shorten it I I agree with everything he said I was going to have the same exact answer Except if anything, I would change, I would have changed, um, I think Kentucky instead of, um, Providence.
1: I changed it. I changed mine to
0: Marquette. Okay.
2: Uh, well, well then I changed it to Kentucky. Well,
0: uh, oh, okay. So you, so you have, uh, Purdue over Kentucky. Yes. Mason. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Gotcha. All right. TJ. So
3: I I just kind of want to point out that Mason said he agrees with Brady and then didn't agree at all. Uh, <laughs> like I just want to put that out there. Well, um, I
2: was I was saying with the Purdue like with that type of point of view, but then he ended up changing his answer too, and then I never mind. It was just a terrible intro to the. Okay <laughs> okay. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Brady
3: on the Purdue as well. I'm actually gonna agree one hundred percent against uh with Marquette. Um but what I will say but what I is, will say is, I think Marquette's gonna win. I think Zach Eady is a really talented big. Um but I think that Marquette is gonna get the upper hand against Purdue. I have them going to the final four.
0: Ooh, okay. What about you, Bennett?
4: Um, there we go, unmuted. Uh, no, I I completely disagree with um with both of you, Brady and TJ. I have Duke versus Kentucky in the East. Um, Blue Devils versus the Wildcats. Give me, yeah, give me money line. No, I don't bet. Um, <laughs> no, but Duke versus Kentucky. Honestly, if this was like four years ago. Like that would be, you know, they both at their peak, but uh, yeah, no, give me the two craziest matchups. And then I got Kentucky making it to the final four. Uh, you know me, I'm what? a for Kentucky. I've, I've picked Kentucky like two times in the past three years. Uh, I'm going again. So give me Kentucky.
0: All right. Now, Matt, I hate to inform you, but Georgia tech is not in this tournament, so you cannot pick Georgia tech to win. So who is, in your regional matchup
5: that was bennett's thing georgia tech he loved georgia tech
0: oh oh yeah it was bennett okay my bad bennett you cannot pick georgia tech all right
5: you should i bet he still wouldn't he'd make that like a write-in for one of the first four games like he just crossed out one of the teams teams Georgia tech uh but you almost had me man like you had me duke in the lead eight you had my hopes up and then kentucky again i mean it always seems like duke loses kentucky in your brackets i don't really i don't really know that happens but uh regardless of the fact of my homerism uh however you want to say it um i do not have duke going to elite eight as much as i like that uh personally i do have marquette over purdue as well so right there tj it's like we read each other's brackets before even getting here um i just like what marquette has to offer and although Purdue has been really, really impressive this year, uh, I can I'm going to see Marquette uh, slipping past them.
0: Okay, well this time I will go ahead and um, say oh, no, I know I will say mine. I won't try to spoil it up. Um, I do not have Purdue in the Elite Eight. <laughs> as Matt's as Matt's like, what the world? I have them losing to Duke. This is fine now. That's fine.
1: That's fine. It's it's cool.
0: And I have Duke in the final four, defeating Kansas State, who defeats 10-seed USC in the Sweet 16. Kansas State.
5: Yeah, you had me, and then, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're my upset pick.
0: Well, my well, I look like this. I mean, Kentucky is is good. They just, just like Kansas State, I really don't trust both those teams. But I trust Kentucky less than I do Kansas State, but literally by, like, a slim margin. Um, I think USC can kind of, as I said earlier, they can kind of make an upset shock run into the Sweet 16, and then just the way Duke's playing right now on that side of the bracket, I really don't see a team that can beat them on the on the on the top side of the bracket. I, I can see them beating Purdue, um, but I mean we'll we'll see what happens. Right. But so we have uh, two Purdue, one Duke, two Marquette, and one Kentucky. So let's move on to the West region. Brady, West Regional, who's going uh, – what's your lead eight?
1: Okay, my lead eight is I'm going to have – I'm actually not going to have Kansas in this one. I actually have an upset here. I actually have okay. Arkansas. I actually have Arkansas going to the elite eight. And then I have – in the lower region, I have Gonzaga going to the back.
0: So, who who wins, Gonzaga or Arkansas?
1: I have Arkansas. I think Arkansas is a better. They match up well. I just think I, I just don't like Gonzaga either. Drew Timmy is is really good, but he can be overrated at sometimes as well too. So, I got Arkansas.
0: Okay,
2: Mason. I got, um, I'm sorry, one second, I'm pulling it up. You said the Midwest, correct? Uh, The West. West, my bad. I have Kansas, and then I also have um, TCU. Who who do you have winning? I have Kansas beating them.
0: All right, a Big Twelve matchup to get to the Final Four. Okay,
2: that's why that, like, that'd be. Interesting. I wanted to. Get, I wanted to get a little pay per view, some money for the NCAA. I know they like the the clicks.
0: There you go, uh, TJ. What you got?
2: Uh, I also have
3: Kansas, um, and I also have Gonzaga, which I thought it was a little weird that we the the first time Gonzaga got brought up was when Brady just made his pick just now uh, they shoot almost 40% from the three point line. Um, So like, that's a team to be reckoned with. Do I think they're going to beat Kansas? No, I don't. Uh, Kansas is they're They're a really, really good team this year. I think that they're really disrespected in that rankings. Um, And they have the number one strength of schedule. They've got a ton of wins in quad one um, more than, two-thirds of their schedule are quad one opponents so uh i've got uh kansas going to the final four
0: one thing i will say about that especially with a lot of the teams in the big 12 a lot of their matchups were basically quad one matchups so i mean that that's been the best conference for getting quad one wins is the big 12 so um bennett I would love to see if Kansas loses. I would love, just,
4: just saying, I would love to see the um, the president of the university and how mad he is because then they would have, you know, oh, we didn't win the NCAA tournament and our football team sucks. Like, come on. We can't catch a break. Anyway, yeah, no, Uh, I'm just going to put this out here. I don't have Kansas making my uh, Elite Eight. I have UConn versus gonzaga in my elite eight i know i know i'm going bold here uh and then i have uh i have gonzaga uh winning that matchup i just think uh drew timmy is just such a special player um and uh the rest of that the, the, <laughs> the gonzaga's team just gets disrespected every single year last year oh they got chet holmgren guess what okay well no he hasn't done anything in the nba but still uh uh he was one of the top picks in the draft last year. So, I think there's a lot to come from this Gonzaga team and uh we haven't talked about them enough.
0: Something it's scary when the, when a team is under the radar and they are a top 3 seed, that can be a that that can be a, a recipe for some interesting uh bracket busting in uh in March Madness. But Matt are we showing love to Gonzaga, Kansas, or somebody else?
5: Yeah, I'm actually switching it up again. Sorry, I know, uh, but I'm gonna keep. Uh, it you got to be
0: boring. Okay. Yeah, of
5: course. Um, <clears throat> the thing with i think the thing with Gonzaga is this year. Uh, I think people are just tired of them, and so now the fact that they're a three seed, not a one seed, people can—it's like easier to just overlook them as a whole. And I understand that. I've—I've um, I've had plenty of hate for Gonzaga over my years uh and i never believed in them but you know what they could make some noise here now i'm gonna go with what is definitely gonna be an unpopular pick here uh for this elite eight in the west i have kansas making it but who i have over them is ucla and yes i know Jalen clark just got hurt achilles injury he's out for the year i do think ucla has enough depth on this team enough aggressiveness enough scrappiness enough down low to get tough on their opponents and make it to the Final Four. Uh, I really I, – I watched the Pac-12 championship last night. And those dudes, they lost by two to Arizona. That was a, fought. That was a hard-fought game. Uh, they look like a championship team to me, and they didn't even win the game. So I'm going to go UCLA over Kansas in the West.
0: All right. So I have – I have Gonzaga in Kansas. I have Gonzaga beating Kansas. I think it's going to be an overtime game. Um, One thing I will say about Gonzaga is when they are – let's see. They have made it out of the first weekend in every tournament they've been in since – 2015, Uh, they hit a stretch where they didn't make it out of the first weekend, uh, a few tournaments before that. So, I don't know, like, a lot of people, they're they're overlooking Gonzaga, and the one thing I've learned in watching Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament, when they feel they are slighted, it is game on, they will prove everybody wrong. So I I think it's gonna be a close game. Um I also have Kansas beating VCU in the Sweet 16. So that's just just a little a little fun there. But uh Brady, let's go to the Midwest region. Who who do you have winning that region and who do you have them beating?
1: All right, so I have Houston. I just think that their side is is a little bit easier for them. But at the bottom, I'm actually going to go upset here. I don't think Texas is – I mean, I think Texas is good. Don't get me wrong. They did beat Kansas in the Big 12 championship. But I'm going to go with Penn State here. I just think Penn State's too strong for, for Texas because Penn State just almost beat Purdue today, and they showed that they can do it easily. And they handled Zach Eady so – and Texas also has a big seven footer that I think that they could stop too. So I'm gonna go Penn State Houston and I'm gonna pick Houston as the winner.
2: Okay. Mason. Yeah, give me uh Penn State Houston and then I'm Nittany Lyons all the way, baby. We are.
0: All right. You gotta respect it. TJ
3: so I actually have Texas here um I think that they are too good of a team um in in this piece of the bracket but the upset that I have actually is Auburn going to the uh the elite eight and I have Texas beating Auburn I think that Auburn is is a little overlooked here uh, as a – are a nine seed um and i have them beating Houston in the round of 32.
0: okay All right. I mean I, I could see it because they would be even though Houston's the one seed they would be the home team because they're playing in birmingham so i mean that's that that's going to be an interesting matchup to look at so we will see but Bennett?
4: uh I gotta go with Houston i, I- I don't know. I feel like they have been put as this one seed for a reason. I know it's their their uh, their area to lose, but I, it's Houston versus Texas, in my opinion. I, I'm going with Houston. Stake their claim for Texas. Uh, going to the going to the Final Four.
0: All right, Matt. Okay, there we go. Uh,
5: yeah. So this is where my upset pick Texas A&M plays a bigger role. Um, I do have them making the Elite Eight here, and I do have them facing Houston. Uh, that's where it's going to end there. Again, I understand Texas A&M, you know, not the most popular pick, uh, but I do like what they have to offer uh, on the other side. <laughs> Sorry, I just read Mason's comment. Um, what I do like about Houston, though, is <laughs> they're, uh, when, they, when it comes time for a tournament in March, um, they usually show out in a big way. Uh, and yeah, they lost. They lost their title game today. Uh, I don't think that's going to set them back too much. I do think they can reach the final four with that squad they have going right now. Squad, uh, yeah. on health, uh, regardless of the case, uh, I'm going to take them in the Midwest.
0: Okay. Um, this is the only region in where in the Sweet 16. I I don't have any upsets. I have one versus four, three versus two. Um, but I do not see I, I do not see Texas making it to the Elite Eight um, with everything going on with their coaching get, coach getting fired because of a um, alleged well I have to say alleged because no no charges or anything have been have, have been all that so uh, alleged domestic dis, uh, disturbance. He was let go for conduct detrimental to the team, and they they've been riding high up the interim coach, and they've been on they've been on a wave of momentum uh, to try to get him the job, but (sighs) Houston is just I I don't know just something about Houston. I I'm actually kind of glad that they lost to Memphis. Because it gave them the urgency to go, okay. We we understand that the American Conference title is okay, but we want the national title. So I have Houston defeating I have Houston defeating Xavier. So let's go to the South. Brady. All right.
1: Um in the I'm going to start with the bottom part of my bracket. I actually have um Creighton going to the Elite 8. And then ooh. And then I also have I have an upset here too. I I think Alabama cuz they got so much pressure on them right now. I think that they get out in the Sweet 16. But I think they end up playing uh the call the call, College of Charleston. We'll end up beating them and they go to the Elite Eight, but I think it's too too much for Creighton and Creighton goes to the final four.
0: So Creighton over College of Charleston. hmm Okay. That's a that's an interesting pick. Okay. I like that. Mason.
2: I got um College of Charleston and um Zona. And then I got College of Charleston advancing because hustle over heart any day. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. Okay. College of Charleston
0: looking to become the first colonial team to advance to the Final Four since, I believe, George Mason in 2007, I believe. Uh, TJ, are you on the uh College of Charleston in the Elite Eight bandwagon?
3: I really thought I was gonna be the one to send waves with it, but I guess I'm just another <laughs> another addition to it. Yeah, I've got Charl uh College of Charleston uh to the Elite Eight. Um I have them up against Baylor though. I think Baylor is um a really under uh underrated team. Um but I do have Baylor beating College of Charleston. So they'll have a really good run. The Cougars will, but uh, Baylor bears to the final four.
0: All right. Bennett, are we making it a four for four? We are not.
4: I'm going with a team that has a straight killer on the court. (laughs) The greatest shooter of all time. I'm taking the Crimson Tide. Uh, give me Alabama. Give me Brandon Miller. Ice cold, ice cold. Give me the Crimson Tide over the Baylor Bears. He's just gonna kill him on the court. There's no stopping him.
2: <laughs> you know that he didn't kill anybody, right?
4: Oh, I don't care. I, uh, I straight up don't care. It, it's it's provocative. It creates a dialogue. <laughs> uh, that's all I gotta say, man. I, I don't. I have nothing else. I really don't have anything against Alabama or I don't really know much about Brandon Miller and what he did. I just know there's a bunch of memes about him killing somebody or potentially killing somebody. So I've just been going off that the entire time.
0: Matt, for the love of God, can you restore some sanity? And I never thought I'd hear myself say that.
5: I'm going to do my best. Jeez. I mean, Bennett just came. He didn't stop at one. He just kept going, going. Look, I got I guess. this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my Elite Eight here uh, in the South. I do have Alabama appearing there. I do think the team's strong enough to make Alabama. it. What? Did did someone just echo or is that just me? Maybe I'm just hearing things.
2: I think it's just
5: me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh. Regardless, I have Alabama making me lead in the, in the uh, South, but I do have the Arizona Wildcats over them, uh, believe it or not. I do love me some West Coast basketball, and if there's one thing that I love in this team in Arizona, it's their aggressiveness, and honestly, I think that's what could take them over the top uh, against Alabama there in the South. And as I realize this, I have the Pac-12 championship appears in my Final Four, so looks like I'm all in there.
0: All right. Well, the only thing that is missing from the Arizona Wildcats is a large stuffed Gumby on their on their sidelines.
5: Missing the opportunity.
0: Well, they had it once back in the day, and 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 that really uh, that was their um, like mascot, unofficial mas- mascot, in a run to a Final Four appearance back in the '80s, but yeah i don't remember it my mom told me stories about it anyway well actually my dad did my mom just saw the gumby and went oh that's cute (laughs) um i have arizona in the final four but i have them losing to not alabama And unfortunately, I am not on the Charleston bandwagon. I have a team who is so pissed right now that they're coming into a the tournament with a renewed vigor to prove what happened in a conference tournament was a fluke. I have Virginia beating Arizona.
5: That's
0: an interesting matchup. So, I
5: haven't thought about that. That's definitely
0: an interesting matchup. I, I like that matchup too. too. Yeah. Because honestly, in the South, the only upset I have, the only t- um, like non-top-four team I have in the Sweet 16, I have Creighton advancing to the Sweet 16, but I have them losing to Arizona. I have, I, once again, I don't trust Alabama with everything going on. And that is all I'm going to say, Bennett. It's all, all you know, everything going on. I think Virginia has more to prove than, than Alabama does. So, you know, and this is the first time they've ever been a number one seed. They have never faced this pressure. And then the outside distractions, you know, I, I think it's going to be too much for them in, in the sweet 16. So. Now we are at the final four. So this is going to be interesting. Brady, your final four is Purdue versus Creighton, Houston versus Arkansas. Who reaches the national title game? Both teams from the final four reaches the national title game. Yeah, who, who wins each Final Four matchup?
1: Okay, I got Houston against Arkansas. I just think Houston is too good. They play really good defense, and people underestimate their defense when they're on. They're on. And then for Creighton and Purdue, I do like Creighton because they're a good shooting team, but I'm going to go Purdue here too. I think you're going to see a battle of one seeds fight each other for national championship, So, which you very rarely
0: see, but I think it happens this year. Very rarely see, absolutely. In fact – Uh, All number one seed Final Four has only happened once, and that was in 2008. Although officially that didn't happen because Memphis had their wins uh, vacated. But anyway, Mason, you got Purdue versus College of Charleston and Penn State versus Kansas.
2: Who is advancing to the title game? I got College of Charleston beating Purdue. And then, unfortunately, I have uh, Penn State losing that one, so it'll be uh, who they're going up against? What's up on oh, my bad? Kansas. Charleston Kansas. Yeah, Charleston versus Kansas.
0: Oh, you got Kansas back in the national title game for the second straight year versus a Cinderella that everyone would be rooting for. All right, David TJ. Oh, that's a, that's a definite David versus Goliath. TJ, you got Marquette versus Baylor, Texas versus Kansas in a rematch of the Big 12 title game. Who reaches the national title?
3: Well, starting with Baylor Marquette, uh, as good as I think Marquette is, especially around the perimeter, I think that they fall to Baylor here. So Baylor is my first team in the national championship. And then, like you said, Big 12 championship rematch between Texas and Kansas. Texas took the Big 12 championship, but I have to go Kansas here. I think that they're going to be on their home uh, – they're they're going to return to the national championship to defend their title.
0: I just realized that you're, you're – um... Final My final four, four is has three, three big, teams 12 teams. big 12.
3: Yeah, three Big 12 teams yeah. in it. Um I I I noticed that as well, but and Marquette. I think that yeah, and Marquette from the Big East. Uh but I think that those three teams, Baylor, Texas and Kansas, I honestly think that they're the three best teams in the field. The, for for different reasons. Okay. Um but Texas and Kansas, I think, is going to be, if that ends up being the Final Four, that's going to be the best game of the tournament.
0: I can agree with that. Um, Bennett, you have Kentucky versus Alabama in a SEC matchup and UCLA versus Houston. No, I'm sorry, Gonzaga versus Houston. My bad. I was going to say, when would when I ever
4: think pick I UCLA? Ever. Never, ever, ever. Sorry, I was looking at Matt's. It's okay. Uh, this is the only time anyone's going to look at Matt's bracket again after tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no. First off, Alabama, Kentucky. Uh, am I going to do it? Am I gonna? Am I going to repeat? Maybe was it last year? Yeah, I did go last year. Uh, am I? Am I going to go Kentucky over Alabama? Of course, I'm not. Uh, Alabama. Um, they're just. They're just too good. And jokes aside, from from whatever I've been saying earlier. Uh, seriously Alabama is one of the best teams in this tournament um on the other side Houston versus Gonzaga give me Drew Timmy yeah yeah. wonderful beautiful mustache he uh I don't think he has anymore I think he has a full beard now but uh what a a wonderful man or does he just have a mustache or does he have no facial hair now I haven't seen a recent picture just a stash. Ah, okay that's uh love me some Drew Timmy give me Gonzaga you're Drew Timmy I am Drew Timmy. I'm just not as tall or talented. Uh, Give me Alabama versus Gonzaga in the natty.
3: Talking up Drew Timmy, and then he doesn't even know what he looks like anymore. That's a fake fan. Does it
4: look like I watch Gonzaga basketball consistently? (laughs) Well, you're talking a lot about them. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, they're in my final four. I kind of have to. Can't just sit here and talk about Furman. I know the most about Furman, but I can't sit here and talk about them all night.
3: Furman to the natty. You heard it here first. Furman to
4: the natty. Uh, Underdogs. (laughs) That's probably who my mom's picking, but uh yeah no i just i can't go that hard i i got burned by georgia tech like two years ago i've gotten burned by kentucky in the past i just i can't do it anymore
0: this segment has been brought to you by reality there, you, think you have man. no idea <laughs> huh. the 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 handlebar mustache there you go Those are matt right um my, my my question, other than Arizona versus uh, Marquette and UCLA versus Houston, is: Are you going to rock that mustache as well?
5: No, I will not. I've actually never been a fan of facial hair. I try to get it off my body as soon as I, as soon as I can, usually. Um, but Kyle, I do want okay, to. Okay, this
0: is this is where, this is where we. All right, so this is where we stop talking, and you just give us your picks.
5: You asked the question. Um I do I know I, and I
0: and I'm canceling your question.
5: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I do I do want to say um next time you gotta warn us in advance you are gonna invite like a celebrity into this panel because I didn't realize you had Drew Timmy in here from the beginning. Like <laughs> look at the similarities. Um regardless, uh I've got Man. I
2: thought Roger Goodell was in the was in the zoom yeah. call for a second.
5: You got Drew Timmy and Roger Goodell in this pan. That's incredible, actually. Um props to you, Kyle. Uh <laughs> regardless of the fact there, my final four, uh, it's looking pretty solid. Um, it's really a toss up between Arizona and Marquette here. I love both teams. Uh if I do have to pick one though, I do feel like the downfall of Arizona would be uh their depth and how much and How many of their players, once they get in there, uh do with the ball? So I think Marquette beats them in that edge, and that's really important when it comes to yeah, there's 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 Bennett, and when it comes to uh uh playoff basketball and tournament basketball, you want a strong, uh consistent team, and I think that's what Marquette gives there. As for UCLA over uh for versus Houston, uh I like this matchup a lot for UCLA. Uh they just take it to every single team I mean it's ridiculous what they do um I like I said I watched it last night it was pretty cool uh but in terms of I think Houston has had a really good season but when it comes to uh who's going to be the better team I've got UCLA there
0: okay all right so my final four is Virginia versus Duke and Houston versus Gonzaga now, as much as I want to advance Duke all the way to win the national title, I have to look at reality. Very rarely does a team, when they play like a third or fourth time, really like we, we saw that last year with um, uh, Duke and North Carolina. North Carolina got the edge over over Duke. I think the same thing is going to happen to Duke again. They're going to get their hearts broken, this time by Virginia. Virginia, Virginia got embarrassed on primetime TV against Duke. So they're going to go in with with that added, uh, added like real pressure of, hey, we, we need to get to play Duke or at least get better than them. So I have Virginia winning and then Gonzaga versus Houston. I think it's once again it's going to be an over overtime or it's going to be a, a last possession game. But Houston has when they've been in the one seed situation, they haven't got the job done in the final four in the national title game. So I have Gonzaga winning. So um I, before we go with our winners, I just want to ask a quick question. Uh, just, just give me a team. Um, it could be a team in the first four or it could be a, a low team. But, Brady, start with you. If you could take one team out of the tournament who you think shouldn't have made it, who do you have?
1: See, I was with you earlier in the show before even the show started. I think Rutgers should have been in this, in this conversation because okay. you know they fought so hard and then you know the outcome didn't. They didn't get what they wanted, but I'm not going to do that. I don't. I don't like Michigan State here either. I absolutely hate Michigan State pick here. I, I just don't think that they're that good. I mean, talent mm-hmm. wise, they have a few good players, but I don't really think they're that good
2: overall. Okay. Uh, Mason. You're asking who should have who should have made it.
0: Oh no! So I mean, if you want to say who you would have put in, or but what team? What of the at-large teams do you think should not have, in your opinion, should not have should been in the ter- in the field?
2: I mean, that's a good question because I thought Clemson should have been in, and. I think that um Pitt and shouldn't have been in in my opinion because Clemson beat it twice if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not I think that's correct.
0: I, I believe so but once again I'm not I'm not 100%. Um yeah. I don't I don't have that information right in front of me but um okay so Pitt um TJ Yeah um <clears throat>
3: I'm gonna be really cruel on some of the smaller conferences here, and I know that this isn't like these aren't like at-large bids, um, but
0: no, no, you, only at-large because, only we, cannot at large. Yes, right, because we cannot control who wins. No, conference
3: because I, I yes, because we
0: cannot control who wins the conference because yes,
3: yeah, I, I got that, and I, I, I understand. I'm going to pick. Listen.
0: listen. Yeah, I understand Texas Southern has twenty losses, but they won their conference title. No, I got you. I got you, and they were definitely
3: on my shit list or or my my not nice list, uh, depending on whether or not I can swear. Um, but I mean, I don't like I don't like Michigan try. State either. I, I I don't like Michigan State here uh, over Rutgers. You know, when you've got um when when you've got teams like Rutgers, Oklahoma State that was on the bubble and i i hate to say it because of how they finished the season but north carolina as well on that number 3 uh first four out i just you know i think that those teams at any one of those three teams adds more to this tournament uh and to the east region in particular than um than than michigan state um okay. you know
0: All
4: right. Um, Bennett. Um, I'm going to have to agree with, I think Mason said Pitt. Did you not? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Mason. I don't think Pitt should have been in here. As much as I hate Clemson because I live up there, uh, I just thought that they would have made it in. And uh, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't. But yeah, no. Pitt should not have been in there.
0: Uh, Clemson probably should have made it. Okay. TJ. No, not TJ. Uh, Matt. Sorry, I'm, I'm going backwards.
5: Uh. Yeah i'm I'm gonna have to ride the pit train here. I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan. I don't really believe. I never really believed in Pitt to begin with. Um, they've had, they've had a couple of good wins, uh, over this past season, but, uh, in terms of being in this tournament, I do think they're more deserving teams. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of fair Dickinson either, but I think my dislike for Pitt, uh, strengthens, uh, past that. So,
0: well, fairly Dickinson won their conference time. Well, well, see, no, no, they didn't. But because of the fact that, uh, Merrimack is in the final year of the transition period, they're ineligible. Which I will go ahead and say this, as I agree with the, you know, transition period. I I don't blame the NCAA on this. I blame the conferences. If you have a team, or if you're going to allow your, and because this happened with the Atlantic Sun last year with um, uh, Bellamere, if you're going to have an a ineligible team to go to the NCAA tournament in your conference tournament. The rule needs to be: if they make them, if they win the tournament, the runner-up goes. Not who wins the regular season title. So, or just don't have them in the conference tournament because that used to be the deal. They used to not. If you were in transition, you didn't um, participate in the conference tournament. Now that they want to make sure everyone's everyone gets a little piece of postseason play, so. Um. I, I can definitely see Merrimack making either the college basketball invitational or the basketball classic. We'll see when those brackets come out. But me, I'm going Providence. I mean, you strength of schedule, 91. They went four and eight in quad one wins. Um yeah, their their net ranking is uh 56, but I don't know. I mean they have a worse schedule a strength of scheduled in pittsburgh they fared worse in quad one victories against pittsburgh uh if i had to pick two i'd take both of them out and put uh, oklahoma state and clemson in that's just me but um uh, i don't know it's it's one of those things where it's an exact science uh honestly as long as north carolina is still in the nit i'm happy but All right. Well, we're at the end of the show where we are going to give our national championship picks. Brady, Houston versus Purdue. Who's cutting down the nets?
1: Well, I think a few years ago, there was a, one of these two teams was in the finals. I think it was Houston. I'm not positive if they went to the finals. I think they did. And, Marcus Sasser did needs his revenge because he's still on Houston. He's like a six year senior, I think. Could be wrong. He might be a fifth year senior, but I think Marcus Sasser cuts down the nets and wins the national championship for Houston on a buzzer beat, like Chris Jenkins did for Villanova against UNC.
0: Oh, um, I before oh, I'm sorry, so you said Houston winning. Houston wins on a buzzer beater. Yep. All right. Um, Before I go to Mason, we have some breaking news out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. In a statement from Carolina basketball head coach, Hubert Davis, I will read the statement. All season, our focus and goal have been, on being the best team we can possibly become and reaching our full potential to give us another opportunity to compete, play, and for and win an NCAA championship. Although we no longer have that opportunity and this season wasn't what we had hoped for, I want to thank our players and staff for their hard work and love for Carolina basketball. Many factors go into postseason play, and we believe now is the time to focus on moving ahead preparing for next season and the opportunity to again compete for ACC NCAA championship. I also want to thank our great fans for their incredible support. Our commitment to you is what drives us to improve our program in any way. Ladies and gentlemen, North Carolina has declined an invitation to the NIT.
5: Oh no. Oh man. That just makes it better for me. Oh
0: well, see, I was I was literally just going to look up the N, uh, NIT bracket, and literally that was the first thing that popped up. I, ooh. So, and the thing is, they were the preseason number one team, so they went from preseason number one to not even playing postseason. That's, oh, that gives me. Anyway, hmm. before I go on a tangent, Mason, uh, do you have College of Charleston going, just becoming this – Cinderella story of all time.
2: See, it's funny that you say that. So I was in uh Broadway at the beach doing a remote broadcast for WCCU radio. We were doing boost at the beach and I was, I was talking to a couple old ladies, you know, happens to be the mascot of our college of Charleston, the Cougars, and they were out, they were going, how about them Cougars, uh, college of Charleston, so. They told me something about that, and then I'm just riding with Cougars this whole week now. So I'm going to go Cougars, just kind of cutting down the national championship. They would be the first
0: team outside of a um, power conference to win the NCAA title since UNLV in 1990.
2: Never, never not believe in miracles.
0: I mean, I agree. I agree. TJ, um, who who will represent the Big Twelve as the national champions? Well, first of
3: all, I just want to say um, to Mason's point. Have you guys seen those commercials going around where it's like um, that you 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 use a um, like a superstition, and that's like your pick as the upset. Like there was a Notre Dame one. Uh, but that's exactly what, what Mason just did. He said I was talking to Cougars. So Cougars, College of Charleston. Yeah, that that was that was kind of wild, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but uh in my national championship, you've got I forget who I have, uh oh. Um Kansas and Baylor.
0: Baylor and and I think Kansas.
3: that, yes, and Baylor is a phenomenal team. They have a win over Kansas in the uh, the regular season. But look at Kansas's strength of schedule. It's number one. They have only seven losses. They're against quad one opponents. Every single loss they have, they have at least – they've either not gotten another opportunity to play the team in one or two cases, or they've avenged a loss – either once or twice. So I've got Kansas repeating as national champions.
0: They would be the first repeat national champion since Florida. I want to say 2006, two no, thousand six 2007, or 2007, 2008. No, nope. I think I had it right the first time. But they would be the first – Brady, you're shaking your head no.
1: No, I was saying no to the second one. You were right on the
0: first one. I was right on the first one? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, because I think Kansas won it in 2008. All right. Uh, Bennett, Alabama or Gonzaga? Well,
4: you know I love a good underdog story here. Um, I got Gonzaga. I got Drew Timmy and squad uh, winning one here. All the doubters who doubted Gonzaga after Chet Holmgren went to the NBA last year and Drew Timmy almost went to the NBA, decided to come back. And it was, in my opinion, it's going to be the right decision. <laughs> my idol. Yeah, my idol's going to win going to win March Madness for me. Drew Timmy over Alabama. It's going to be a heartbreaker. You know, Alabama thinking they can win it all this year. Uh, yeah, give me Gonzaga.
0: All right matt marquette or ucla
5: i believe this is the farthest i've ever put uh marquette in any of my brackets actually um i don't i can't remember the last time they were this good probably probably near when duke won in 2010 i think around that time at least last time maybe a few years after that but man. Bennett thinks I'm a bandwagon of Marquette. Nah, this is all season. Of course I knew who Marquette was. Regardless, I don't have them winning. I got UCLA winning. University of California, Los Angeles, to be exact. Uh, I really love this team. Um, I'm a big fan, and yes, I know the loss of Jalen Clark going to make this title run much harder, but these guys can do it all. They can do it in the paint. They can shoot. Uh, they've got a lot of depth. They're so aggressive on defense. They're ready to go in pretty much every aspect of the game. Uh I like, I like having a little different pick here because it brings some variety to the conversation, but also gives you another team to look out for. And I'm going all in on UCLA.
0: All right. And finally, I've got Gonzaga versus Virginia. I, I don't – I mean, I think Virginia will spend so much effort to try to beat – Duke, that they will be out, they will be overmatched by Gonzaga. I have Gonzaga cutting down the net and using that to possibly go into the waiting arms of the Pac 12 because they are going to need some teams very quickly. But I don't see that – I would love to see that happen, like Gonzaga in the Pac-12. The problem is they don't have football, so hold on. What in the world, TJ? Oh, my God. (laughs) Gonzaga's the Dallas Cowboys of the uh, um, NCAA. See, the difference is at least – Gonzaga makes the final four. We can't say the same thing about the Dallas Cowboys over the last 25, 26, 27 years. So, <laughs> my favorite <laughs> moment from NCAA
3: history is the picture that one dude looks like he's the smelliest human alive and he's just crying on the court after losing to a buzzer beater. I I love that moment. It, it <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. I think his first name's Andrew, but um yeah that, that,
0: adam morrison
3: adam morrison i knew it was adam name. morrison he actually now that I, I remember it, that. now that I think about it wait he was when he went to the nba they said that he had problems in the locker room being like body odor was insane but
0: well it, it wasn't so much him it was the fact that he got drafted by charlotte and the Bobcats at the time sucked. So, well, I mean, they still do. But um, Brady looks like he's getting ready to break someone's arm.
2: I will say, yes, with the,
1: Cowboys, with the Dallas Cowboys topic, at least Gonzaga can make it past the first round.
2: We beat Tampa. We retire Tom Brady.
1: Hey, it don't matter. At least Gonzaga can get past the first round for consecutive
3: years. Doesn't Tom Brady have more uh, Super Bowls than your franchise?
2: He retired. We retired Tom Brady. That's all that matters. Okay. Technically, Giselle
0: retired Tom Brady. The last thing say,
2: that Tom Brady felt was Michael Parsons spearing him in the back. You know what? We could just that, that go makes on me happy. with that.
0: But... I mean, no, yeah, it does. Tom Brady not in the NFL anymore is,
3: but His music. As I like said, ears. when we
0: were, but I will say this, I will believe it when Week One starts and he is not on an NFL roster. And the Dolphins have a quarterback; they just kind the of keep him healthy. This
5: is disrespectful.
0: This
2: is no. Tua, if Tua gets hit in the head one more time, he won't be able to walk straight.
5: Hey, don't you know he's taking judo classes right now? So he knows how to fall. That's going to to change everything. Two is garbage. 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 Don't put me on a tangent, Brady. I'll talk about this for probably the length of this. Hey, hey, at least he's better than
1: both of my quarterbacks. We're We're
3: well past the tangent. We're talking about the NFL and March Madness. This is wild.
5: (laughs) (laughs) The NFL is such a power over us,
0: it really does. Which, which nfl's march madness will start tomorrow when uh, the um tampering period begins when you basically can talk to free agents and all that stuff so you know really start putting like you know pen to paper and all that stuff well that's that's another that's another episode for another day like that's going to be insane but all in all i'm going to say um Bennett, are we no all right? Are we doing this again, Bennett? Doing what want again? want Adrian Peterson to the Buccaneers?
4: I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, Nathan Peterman to the Bucks to replace Kyle Trask. Um, you know, creating some good dialogues here in the NFL since free agency starts uh on Wednesday.
5: You said Adrian.
4: Yeah, Adrian Peterson and then May sorry, Brady typed Nathan Peterman. Um, I think um, most of them to the Bucks, it would be uh possibly the greatest quarterback running back duo we've ever seen. Um
5: how old is Adrian Peterson again? Uh 30, I think 30, eight, right
4: 36. 36.
5: No running no running back plays that I
4: think right. I think Adrian Peterson was born right before the Big Bang. I'm not sure. Uh,
0: well, we will Continue this conversation out of uh, you know off the episode, but I want to thank everybody for c- coming on here. I know some some of us got work, some of us got school we got to take care of, and some of us him got hair hair appointments. All right, well, um, let's see how our brackets hold up. I will announce who did the best job at the end of the tournament. See see everyone next week. This has been the Blind Tech Podcast.